Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Thank you for joining me here for another episode of the Warrior Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Gene. Before we begin, please, please check out our sponsor, Tacticalories. You're going to dig it, I promise. Your taste buds will not be let down. Give old Casey a call. Use the Warrior Mindset. Warrior Mindset, when you check out, gives us a little... Kick back and let them know you bought some stuff because we said so. All right, let's get into this. I want to talk about fear. I want to talk about courage. Fear and being courageous. Um, fear is something that I'm growing more and more interested in studying. What creates fear? How people overcome living with fear? Do not ever want to become a Tony Blower type. If you're not familiar with him, um, I'll link up some of his stuff at the very end. He definitely uh, talks a lot about fear and overcoming fear from a self-protection, self-defense standpoint. And that's not necessarily what I want to talk about, even though a lot of stuff that I talk about is related to the martial arts or you know combat of some kind. This is more like... Um, Living that warrior mindset and dealing with fear and being courageous, having courage in your life. Are you courageous in your life? Are you a courageous person? I don't mean the fireman running into a burning building type of courage. That's a different type of courage. But more, are you courageous in the way you live your day, every day? Are you on the path? There are times when having fear of something runs so deep that you freeze and you wish you were someplace else, right? I'm not talking about being, again, I'm not talking about running into a burning building or being a hero and jumping in front of a bullet or, you know, fighting off a monster, although some of these things can seem like monsters. H.P. Lovecraft says, the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And that is specifically fear of the unknown. Courage isn't just about overcoming physical pain or being a tough guy, right? To be tough even when you're causing yourself real-life bodily harm or injury is just dumb. I mean, you should know when you've had enough. I don't know how many times that I've, I've coaching people in the gym and, and I'm like, look, if it hurts, quit doing it. Or, you know, if, if you're literally killing yourself, stop, take a break. Because um, especially in a CrossFit gym, everybody wants to be a tough guy. Or when you're sparring with someone and you're like, man, you just got hurt, like, chill. Um, you should have some common sense. Part of having real courage is found in developing grit. Okay, it's more about being hurt in the gym or being hurt in sparring and then still come overcoming that and still coming in again. 
and not giving up. Courage is about perseverance, not bravery alone. We must be courageous in spite of our fears. We must continue on even in the face of failure and break through the desire to quit. It's not easy to break through our fears. It's not easy to keep going in the face of what looks and feels like failure. Fear comes in many different forms, and fear can be a useful tool as well when we don't give into it. Mark Twain says, Courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. Okay, I, let's, we're going to look at some places where you can materialize courage if you're paying attention, if you're being uh, aware. Okay, you know, I was just talking to my son um, just the other night, and he is uh, testing for his black belt. In just like three months, like two months almost. And he's starting to get really nervous. He's starting to get scared. And I've been there. I feel it. I know what he's talking about. I've been in there. I've been there for both my black belt tests. I've been there in business. I've been there in personal relationships. I've been there when I've had to deal with shit I don't want to deal with. Um. You know, they're not life or death. They sure as hell feel like it in the moment. It can be overwhelming. And I, and I told him, I said, look, man, what you're feeling right now, most people quit at. That's the difference between having grit and building courage and being a black belt is that most people quit where you are right now. How many people do you know that have come through this dojo that are at the point where you are right now who have quit? We, we named like, honestly, we couldn't name, we, we kind of remembered a few people. We couldn't even remember their names. And I was like, there's another lesson there. And I was like, look, all the thoughts that you're having right now about quitting and wanting to quit and thinking of ways to kind of step out of this or change or whatever, that's your brain trying to protect you. And most people succumb to that. So I want to talk about some of those things. So let's look at some places where courage can materialize for you if you're paying attention. And I think this is important. Uh, And I've just got like uh, little headers to help me remember some points here. Play chess, not checkers. All right. Uh, Courageous people play the long game when it comes to life. They have the discipline and the foresight to make decisions and act on their choices that affect them positively long into the future. Okay, and you say, wow, how does that mean on courage? Passing on the quick and easy win and giving into your impulse for immediate gratification, it's hard. Courageous people don't do that. They play the long game. It's the ability to put down Facebook, to throw away that fear of missing out, to deny that dopamine hit or whatever it is that you get from 
scrolling or doom scrolling or or joy scrolling or whatever you want to call it. Um, it takes courage to do that, you know? It takes courage to look at yourself and, and just throw that shit away. Um, it's hard. I feel like that all the time. Um, play chess, not checkers. Speak up and speak out, okay? Have you ever let something slide, look the other way? When you knew deep down you should have said something or done something? I have. Now, there are certainly times where it's just not worth it, right? Sometimes you're not going to change someone's mind, like, again, on social media. I still not, to this day, see the real-world value in having an argument on Facebook or YouTube or wherever the comments are. You're just not going to change anyone's mind in the comments. But when it comes down to seeing an injustice, however big or small, or when someone just needs standing up to. A courageous person does that. Like, have you ever had someone talk shit about a friend of yours behind their back and you either agreed with them or just went with it? Or did you, did you stand up and say, hey, that's not what we should do? I'll tell you a story about my son, and I'm super proud of this, um, honestly, of, of everything, it's probably one of the things I'm most proud of in him. And I had someone else tell me this, that, uh, you know, my son trains with me a lot and, um, they were running and he's a pretty good runner. And we were with someone who's, who's another good runner. And, and, uh, I think they were off and, um, you know, one of them was, was, like this person was, was saying something to him about someone else. They were saying like, what do you think of what they said here? And what they told me was that my son looked at them and was like, I, I don't think we should talk about them behind their back like that. I, they're not here to defend themselves. Or to some effect like that. And man, that made me so proud because he was able to do what probably 80% of the time I wouldn't be able to do. 80% of the time I would probably engage in talking shit. You know, and, and, and that, ever since then, I, I've really looked at, ever since I heard that story, I've really looked at myself and I'm trying to fix that. Now, you can't hide behind being righteous as an excuse to be rude, right? Um, always be polite. You don't have to be nice, right? Like the Marines, I think it's Chesty Puller or whatever, he's got a quote. Uh, like, be polite to everyone, but nice to no one. <laughs> you can stand up for what needs it and still be polite about it, right? Like, you know those people that you, they, they say they're going to tell the truth no matter what? Um, you know, you don't have to be rude. You can, you can be nice about it. You can tell someone, hey, I, I don't think we should talk about them. They're not here to defend themselves. Instead of being like, hey, look, shithead, don't be talking shit about my friend, right? I mean, it depends on what they're saying, but you can be polite. Don't be rude just because you're your whatever you're doing is righteous. You're you're righteously right. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Taking that first step. The first step in anything is the hardest, right? Courage isn't always about striding forward without any fear. Most of the time, it's about feeling fear, experiencing fear accepting fear and taking that first step 
anyway in the face of it. To me, seeing someone first time stepping into the gym or in the dojo usually is one of the most inspiring things that I can see that week. Um, Watching them overcome that fear and, and learning to thrive, it's inspiring. It's what we're all looking for, right? It's what I'm looking for as a coach, as a, as a teacher. Um, I love it. It's what energizes me. It's what fuels me. Um, but that's real courage, too, like just doing that, it, regardless of how you're going to look or feel. I mean, it's the first time you do something, you're going to suck at it, right? But most of the time, our egos won't let us. They, they, we think we should be, you know, just 100% aces first time we try something. And probably... And a lot of things in your life, you are. Having authenticity takes courage. Brene Brown, authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embracing who we are. That's strong. She's got a lot of good quotes if you study her. Courage is about being true to who you are. Do you know anyone who paints everything with uh, rose-colored glasses, right? Who have false pos- positivity. You can't just pretend everything is okay when it's not. You have to deal with it. You have to accept your demons and fight them. That takes courage. It's also about being who you are around people you can trust. People you can trust to accept you for who you are, right? Finding, auditing, editing people in your life so that you can be your authentic self, right? So you can let down your guard. You can let down your fear of rejection. This takes effort, and it takes courage to say no to certain people and what they say and do. Do a quick audit of those in your life, current friends, family, whatever, and just... Think about who you'd feel comfortable crying around. You see, being vulnerable around others is really difficult, and it takes courage to expose yourself like that because of, you know, fear of taking advantage of or fear of looking weak or fear of exposure, whatever that might be. It takes courage to overcome that. It takes courage to open yourself up and to make deep, lasting bonds with someone to exposing yourself to being hurt. That's living with courage in your relationships. Avoid being a critic. It is much easier to criticize someone or something than it is to do the work. Do the work instead. Think about it. A critic, they just take a few minutes, look around at some stuff, Something that someone might have spent years or their entire life working on, pursuing, mastering, and they pass judgment on it in an instant. That's how they spent their time instead of doing the work like the other person has done. No one ever built a statue to a critic. That's sort of the opposite of courage, being a critic. In my opinion, it's often fearful. So don't criticize others. Don't criticize things. 
it's okay to have an opinion, okay? I'm not talking about your opinion of something. I'm talking about being a critic. Follow your own path. It takes courage to walk your own path in life. Doing things that aren't popular because you want to do them takes courage. Have you ever met a couple who got married because it was just the next thing that they were supposed to do in life? You ever seen someone get a degree, go to college and get a degree in something that they didn't really want because of what their parents said they should be doing? To be courageous in life is to let go of the idea that you exist to make others happy. It's not your responsibility to make others happy. Okay? It is their individual responsibility to find happiness and joy on their own. I'm not saying don't go out of your way to make someone happy, but don't do it to the detriment of your future or your own happiness. Right? It takes courage to do that because that person may reject you because you're not focused on their happiness. But that's not healthy, right? It takes courage to look at that and audit that and then make a move. And I want to take a minute and talk about something that relates to this. Um, one of my all-time favorite quotes or life maxim, um, and I have this written on several things. This is in the dojo. I've studied this man forever, Mark Devine. He says, master yourself, serve others. Like, I, I, I will probably get that tattooed on myself at some point. Master yourself, serve others. Let's be sure and not confuse the two ideas. The concept of serving others, it's not the same thing as simply trying to make people happy. The idea of working on yourself to understand who you are and what you stand for and what you believe in through the path of serve serving, that's noble. And it takes true courage to stick to that for most of the things I've talked about. But for one, mastering yourself through truly, egolessly, humbly serving others takes staring into the face of those demons a lot of times. Doing something and not expecting anything in return takes self-mastery. It takes uh, not expecting rewards, social or whatever, uh, to do something truly, deeply uh, nice for someone. Um, it takes courage to do that. It takes courage to do that. It really does. Um, don't confuse the two, okay? Mastering yourself through servitude, through the way, it's not the same thing. It's just existing to make someone happy, okay? Again, it's not your responsibility for others' happiness, it's your responsibility to not uh, cause someone to be someone's cause for not being happy. That's just being a jerk. But um, master yourself, serve others. I love that. Endure and persevere. To persevere or endure through something that is difficult or scary takes tremendous courage. There are more things in life that are scary that are socially implied and are actually physically imposing to us. 
Okay, in the martial art that I practice, the Zen Shotokai, uh, one of the pinnacle levels that you that you can reach is black belt. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. There's a lot more to unpack there, but one of the one of the things that's big in life that you'll achieve is black belt. And the symbol we use to denote black belt is a Japanese kanji for endure. Uh, it takes, you know, it could take five years, ten years, five to ten years to reach black belt in our in our Pacific martial art. To stick with it and endure through what you have to go through to get to that level, it's no walk in the park, trust me. You'll need courage of will. You'll need social courage to stick with it long enough to get there. I've seen hundreds of people come and go in the pursuit of it and never reach it. The same can be said for a lot of other martial arts. I mean, ours isn't necessarily special in that case. I just happen to really like the idea that um, the symbol for black belt for Udansha, what we call black belt in our style is is the kanji for endure I really dig that because it's very true um, another example uh, similar example uh, can be found and I'm n- in no way saying I'm a Navy SEAL or even close but it can be found in Navy SEAL training um, the story there specifically in the BUDS uh, portion uh, they have something called Hell Week you can research this it's like a week long thing. Um, our black belt test is actually three days long. It's not, you know, seven days, but feels like it when you're in it. Uh, Navy SEAL buds, Hell Week, some of the most physically, mentally demanding training on the planet Earth. But it has been studied and said that most, many, most of the highly rated, physically gifted individuals they're often the first to quit. But that the people who come from the sparest of backgrounds, people who really have to work hard for everything they've gotten, they excel the most in this training. I think that it's because of their grit, their determination. Most of all, their ability to persist and endure in the face of some of the scariest training on the planet Earth. Not just their physical prowess. So, the last part here, gain courage through the power of now. Eckhart Tolle. He's got a pretty good book. I'll link it up here. It's called The Power of Now, blah, 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 blah. Uh, he, uh, his book, The Power of Now, um, gives us a few paths to living life authentically and without fear and pain. Uh, you know, it's not easy. Uh, you can't, I, I don't think it's attainable. It's kind of like perfection. I don't know that you'll ever get there. But he has some tools that he's learned. He's leaned on the Stoic philosophy um, a lot. And, and there's a lot of Bushido, Budo in this as well. And it's a great book. Um, 
once we realize that most, all fear and pain in our lives is a result about worrying about the future or lingering in the past, we can begin to see things that I've talked about here through this lens of the now. Um, Three bold concepts from his book makes up the entire thesis is that one, life is just a series of present moments. Two, all pain and fear is a result of resistance to the things you cannot change. Three, you can free yourself from pain and fear by constantly observing your mind and not judging your thoughts. Most of the time, the fear we're experiencing in life is made up of thoughts of the past or the future. Worrying about what might have been or how things may play out, they can consume you, right? That worry and misplaced focus is often on these things in the past or future that we cannot control. The one thing we can control according to Stoic philosophy, that's how we respond to things. How often, and I know you've felt anxiety before, I feel it a lot myself, I talk to a lot of people that do, how often can you get to the root of your anxiety by classifying it as something you should be doing that you aren't doing or something that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing? Think about that the next time you're feeling anxious or, or worrying and try to, try to boil it down to the root. Is it something that you should be doing that you aren't or haven't been doing? Like a test. You're going to take a test and you're super freaking out about it. Is it because you're not prepared? And why aren't you prepared? Because you didn't prepare? Or it's about worrying about something that you have to do that you have no intention of doing. I mean, for me, that's probably like 90% of some of my anxiety when I have it. We can work on building courage and perseverance by paying attention to our thoughts and feelings we have and recognizing them, categorizing them for what they are, thoughts and feelings. That it's not real yet, because you haven't acted on anything. You can have whatever thoughts you want to have, but until you act, you shouldn't feel anxiety for it. You have literally intercepted it, and now you can go to work on using them as lessons or preparing to endure them. You can employ courage I think if we pay attention to these things, we can employ these um, factors that I've listed out here to help us live a more courageous life um, in our day-to-day life. So I hope that helps some. It helps me to go through it and uh, to get it out there and to learn on my own. And I'm really appreciative of the time that you spent with me if you listen to this whole thing I understand that we're all busy and that you just gave me 30 minutes of your life and man I really appreciate it I hope it helps hit me up I will listen to anything judgment free always here for you get out for you